What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Lots of bets. We absolutely love it. We'll give you our early thoughts on the World Series matchup with Texas and Arizona. Uh, I will hashtag call my shot at the end of the show, and I will tell you not only who will win the World Series, but in how many games the World Series will be played and won in. Oh, yeah. Calling my shot at the end of the show. Uh, bets of Steel coming up next segment. It's only one game, you know, because they played 16 last night. Uh, Capitals and Devils will give you our bets for that game with uh, – the Capitals starting a no-name goalie against Akira Schmidt for the Devils. We'll give you our bets for that game coming up next segment. And then best of the best returns in the NBA. Ken and I will give you our favorite side, our favorite total, our favorite prop, and then best of the rest. Basically, it's just like a, a, a fun franchise element with, with which we give out our NBA bets. And that will uh, return to the show coming up 20 minutes from now, next segment here in the Power Hour. But look, like the season is a... I know it officially was underway yesterday, but it's actually really officially underway tonight because we have a billion games coming up, and there's no way we could celebrate basketball and celebrate the NBA being back on the show and giving out a ton of bets and talking about a million games without bringing on the great Matt Moore. Uh, On the Mount Rushmore, if you better you bet, guest Matt on Twitter at HP Basketball. All his written work can be found at the Action Network, his bets on the Action Network app, and the podcast, the NBA betting podcast, is Buckets, and we absolutely love it. Find it wherever you find your podcasts. Matt, welcome back. Nick and Ken, happy season, my friend. Glad to be on with you guys. Thanks for joining, having me on in the, during the Power Hour. Was at the Nuggets ring ceremony last night. Great game, great atmosphere. It was really amazing. I'm just so psyched to have the NBA back. And Matt will uh, twelve games tonight, and we'll get we'll get bets in a second. So I don't know if you had a chance to to watch Warriors Suns the second game, but this can just be about the Nuggets game if you want it to be. Just like, do you feel like you learned anything for only one game? I'll just be honest, award wise, I feel like I learned a couple of things. Like Austin Reeves ain't winning Most Improved Player. Like if this is what it's going to be, like that would be one thing I learned. Give me like one or two things you feel like you learned from either of the games last night. Yeah, so I I think I. I upgraded the Nuggets by about half point power rating, um, and that's an overreaction to an early market game. But I had downgraded them significantly based off of the Bruce Brown stuff. And Reggie Jackson fit in some, so well with the starters that I was like, well, that's something that I had in my priors that I don't necessarily think is going to hold throughout the course of the season. So I'm going to give them a bump right now. Um, didn't upgrade or downgrade Lakers. I, 
tough spot for them. I am worried about the fact that we're expecting a team that's going to compete for playoffs, et cetera. It starts D'Angelo Russell. That's not good. Um, the AD stuff is AD. He's just going to struggle in that matchup, I think, pretty consistently. And the late game, you know, Suns, I thought played okay. Honestly, it was a, to me, it was more about what Warriors are going to struggle with. I have an under on them. So this was like a good start for that, obviously. I think, you know, they're going to be a team that I think more than in recent years, if any of the core guys are out, it's going to be, I think, not able to be captured in the power rating and how the market adjusts to it. So I'm I'm really going to be keen on games where any of the key guys miss. I really think that the Warriors might be significantly worse. They have to be whole. They're more delicate than they've ever been, and that's kind of my takeaway here is without Draymond, they were pretty helpless, especially defensively size all of that. Um, so those are kind of my two big takeaways, I think, from game one. Matt, we have the quote from uh, from Lakers head coach Darvin Ham was asked LeBron by like playing around 29 minutes a game. Would that be the new norm? And Darvin Ham said, we'll see in all likelihood. Yes. So LeBron's going to play like 29 minutes a game, which, by the way, I'm not like saying is like good or bad. He's in year 21. He's an alien, obviously. But like at some point, father time like wins over everybody. Uh, does that make you want to do anything like on a game by game basis? Like if LeBron's not going to play as many minutes as people might expect to deal like someone else in like a points market or assist market. Um, are there, is there anything you want to do if like we know LeBron is not going to be playing as many minutes as like maybe people previously thought? I think it makes me lean a little bit towards some under plays. And the reason is if we look at like, okay, so that means if, if LeBron plays less, AD has to stagger more. And I don't like the units with AD without LeBron. They haven't been good. Like if you look just back last three seasons, those lineups have really struggled both in metrics and eye tests. So if they're going to struggle in that second unit and you know, that's a lot of D'Angelo Russell in those second units as well. And it'll be easy versus some of the easier teams, right? They'll beat up on the Hornets and whoever else. But when they're facing competent teams, I think that second unit's actually going to struggle. Um, I would prefer like LeBron staggering with with Austin Reeves in that second unit, but that's not possible if Ron's under the minutes restriction to keep him healthy for the long run. So it honestly makes me probably lean a little bit towards playing maybe first half against the Lakers a little bit more and also probably looking towards unders based off of the fact that I think the, the Lakers second units will struggle a lot more in those lineups. Matt, why don't we start on, on tonight's slate, just like a million games. It's, Nick referred to it as like true opening night uh, earlier in the show. Cause it's right. Like, yeah, last night we got inside the NBA. We got a couple games. Now we got 12 games. we got like a ton of kind of really juicy storylines. You can go anywhere you want on the board to start. Why don't you give us one, just one of your, cause we're going to hit on a lot of stuff. One of your favorite bets for tonight. Yeah, uh, let's start OKC plus 120 money line versus the Bulls. So uh, in the, the first 40 games especially, if you're betting a dog, you need to be betting the money line. The numbers are absolutely preposterous on those kind of figures. You really need to be betting the money line straight up because if they cover, they win outright. Uh, I have a, OKC as a favorite here, so I've got about 30 cents of value on this. I've got them about minus 110. So I've got about 30 cents of value um, on this play. I, I think that the Thunder are significantly better. Now, I'm not down on the Bulls. I'm just high on the Thunder. It's obviously they're on the road. That's kind of a tough spot. Chet Holmgren's first game versus you know Nikola Vucevic, not great. But the Thunder have really long wings, and they prepare very, very well. Uh, Billy Donovan's great in openers, 6-2 and two against the spread in openers. But this Mark Dagonal is probably the best ATS coach in the league. And because this is so narrow, and I've got this power rated where I do, I like OKC to win outright on the road versus the Bulls as the Shea Gilders-Alexander MVP train takes off from the station. I feel like I want to pronounce the OKC coach's name as Danielle. 
because I think like it's French and I think like it sounds cooler. That's just my opinion, though. You better you bet with Nick and Ken in the Power Hour talking the NBA for tonight with our friend Matt Moore from the Action Network and the Buckets Podcast. Matt on Twitter at HP Basketball. Matt, let's go to uh, the Victor Wembanyama Bowl tonight in San Antonio, where we think Luca's going to play, but like still listed as questionable on the injury report. The Mavs are four and a half point road favorites. The total is uh, two thirty one and a half. So like obviously would love a thought on the game from you, but also like what do we see from Wembanyama tonight? Points prop is seventeen and a half at BetMGM. Rebound six and a half. Like, I'm, I'm going to bet that over and I may be the idiot, but whatever. I'll take that over on Wembenyama. And for Wembenyama blocks, two and a half. Two and a half. Uh, juiced big time towards the under. So expectations for Wembenyama and any bets on the side are total Spurs and Mavs. Yeah, I'll be on that over two and a half blocks. Uh, I just think that he's going to be one of the most impactful shot blockers in the league outright. Now, the worry here, I think, is probably that if Luka gets him on island, can Luka draw fouls on him the way that Luka grifts constantly? So that's a little bit of a concern, gets him in foul trouble, and then this is a disappointing outcome. I got like a, a small play on the Spurs money line here just because it's Victor Webb and Yama, and he's probably going to be guarded by Grant Williams. And and I, I I don't like that for the Mavs. Like, if you look in preseason, a lot of these guys, when they're guarding Webanyama or being guarded by him, they look after the play at the bench with this look on their face like, what am I supposed to do? Uh, and that's really kind of a sign of, of how physically weird he is to play against because of, you know, the eight-foot wingspan. He's built like a pterodactyl. Um, Grant Williams, in particular, being a small ball guy, look, he's really he's really strong. You know, and that helps with like, oh, he's going to box him out. It doesn't really matter with the rebound side, though, because women is just going to grab the ball over him. Um, this Mavericks team, I have a whole bunch of concerns with outside of the Luka injury stuff. I don't like teams that go overseas for as long as they did and then come back. You mess up your preseason training and conditioning time. And we've seen that with some of the injuries and just the overall performance. I don't think the Spurs are great, but at home, Popovich is great in openers. I'll take the Spurs on the money line uh, straight up here. And I like Victor Wembanyama over two and a half blocks. Matt, we could go in a lot of places next. I want to hit on a team, and I know Nick likes the over on this team, but I've seen a lot of people like the over on this. Like, it's kind of a consensus opinion. Kind of like the Thunder, I guess, would be a team like that. Well, their equivalent in the Eastern Conference seems to be the Atlanta Hawks that people have really, like, they're in on Quinn Snyder, and they're on this team. And it all makes perfect sense. Like, I get it. Like, yeah, Trey Young basically should be the best year of his career. Here's Quinn Snyder, who's way better than the other coaches. And it's kind of like an average win total. Like, it makes a lot of sense. But you get these games on opening night every year, Matt, and I'm, I'm sure you, you know what I mean, where it's like the team everybody likes, like minus two and a half on the road against the team everyone hates, or minus three on the road against the team everyone. Like, we get a couple of these every opening night. This feels like this one. Bulls Thunder was going to be the other one, except the Bulls are favored, I guess. Uh, Hawks now out to four. Against the Charlotte Hornets, there was some reporting a few minutes ago that LaMelo Ball may be on a minutes restriction in this game. That might have caused the three and a half to go to four. The idea he won't play is max. Uh, any thoughts here on like what looks like to use like a really like betting content where like the trappiest game going, the team everyone likes minus four against the Hornets? Hashtag Vegas knows. Uh, no, I, I think... Yeah. If we look at, at this one, I am on the Hawks. I'll, I'll be transparent here. A lot of this is simply about the, the Hornets, I have over bets on. I have a lot of bets. on. I have an escalator with alt-win totals play on the Hornets. But that's entirely built off of Miles Bridges is going to have to be available for that to happen throughout his entirely gross and reprehensible situation. And without him suspended by the league for his previous actions before the new round of, of events occur, um, that makes me downgrade this. With Bridges, I have this around the number. But without Bridges, that gets me to a point where I think there's a play on the Hawks. A lot of this is just simply like, look, 
I think the Hornets have, have good vibes, good chemistry, and you're right. There could be some wonkiness in terms of the it team. I actually think the Indiana Pacers might be the it team in the Eastern Conference. I'm also on them. Uh, with the Hawks, though, Quinn Snyder has his guys prepared. Like the, the really great coaches in this league, especially against the spread, are guys that you know that the players are going to know their assignments, the game plan, and at least have looked at the scouting report. I trust the Hawks who have looked at the scouting report. Um, when we look at kind of the matchup on the interior, like Onyeko Kongwu uh, versus this front line, even though I think that they've got some talent here with Nick Richards uh, and other guys on, in that front line. In general, though, especially with LaMelo Ball, I kind of I just like the Hawks' ability to have firepower here. They're going to run pick and roll. I don't think the Hornets are going to be able to defend pick and roll. That's enough for me to have a play on the Hawks. I know, the sports books are hashtag cowards right now. I'm looking for Ogonku with three point props, and I don't see any listed. They're they're scared. Oh of us, no, the sports books. Yeah, they're scared. Yeah, because Ogonku is going to hit a couple threes tonight. Uh maybe Joel Embiid's coming to the Knicks, Matt, but ain't on the Knicks right now. And they host the Boston Celtics tonight. Celtics a three and a half point road favorite. The total in the game is two twenty three and a half. We had Brian Scalabrini on the show earlier, and Scal basically said, like, forget about the side and total. Just basically belt the, bet the Celtics to score a lot. Celtics team total over. Uh, any bets for you or analysis? Celtics and Knicks from the world's most famous arena. This is a pass for me. I've got about right on the number. I show a little bit of value on the Knicks here, but I, I will say, um, you know, Boston looked much better than I think anyone expected for having new talent in preseason. Um, Porzingis did what I kind of expected him to do, which is just like lift the floor for them. All those possessions where they kind of stall out, it looked really good here. You got Jer- you got Drew Holiday and Derek White to kind of pester Jalen Brunson. The matchups kind of lean in this direction. Tibbs has not been great. He's been fine, but not great in openers here. Um, I, I think it's a stay away. I do lean a little bit. I, I kind of agree on the, the play in terms of, I think this is probably an over game. Knicks offense, I think, is going to be really good. I actually kind of wonder if Celtics defense, despite adding Drew Holiday, if it's going to struggle a little bit just because Porzingis is going to have to get used to kind of being the focal point of a lot of this because of how much the Celtics like to extend on the perimeter. You have to have really good rim protection, and Porzingis is a good rim protector, but you have to fix that communication. So I do kind of lean towards the over as well, but no play on this game. Matt, we have like a, a minute left. I, I think the best thing here is I'm, I'm guessing you have a bunch of other stuff written down here. So in like a minute or 90 seconds, just whatever else you like that you got, feel free to share it with us. Got like 60 seconds here. Yeah, I like over 235 and a half Washington versus Indiana. I had liked Indiana early in this, but the market moved against it and that spooked me off of it. What I do know is that Indiana is going to play at an absolutely blistering pace and Jordan Poole is going to shoot a lot versus a bad defense. That's enough for me to get me home on and over 235 and a half, my only total play of the night. Uh, on Wizards and Pacers. Uh, I like Minnesota. It's one of the most popular bets, I think, on the board from from people that are they're diehard hoopheads. They're on the road versus Toronto. Um, the Raptors are a pain, but I think the Wolves are absolutely excellent. And they're, they've got a size advantage, which the Raptors like to play big and tough and physical. This is not the team to try and play that against. Anthony Edwards pops off, uh, and I think that the Wolves are able to get the win. I like them on the money line in this one. Uh, and uh, I will also take the Memphis Grizzlies small small play uh, just because I have this power rated in this direction. The Grizzlies have no front court, so that makes me a little upset. But in general, I still think that the Pelicans are playing bad offense, having C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram run the offense instead of running through Zion. That's enough to get me on Memphis in a home opener when they've been one of the best home court teams in the league over the last couple of years. That's it? 
<laughs> well, That's we, it. We're out of time, too. I'm, 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 I'm kidding. Matt, Matt, Matt gave us a million bets, and he's the absolute best. Matt supports us. Please support him. If you're not following him on Twitter already, at HB Basketball, like, loves, like, you like the NBA, you got to be following Matt. ActionNetwork.com and the Buckets Podcast. My friend, thank you so much for the time. Good luck with the bets. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. The great Matt Moore joining us here on You Better You Bet. On the other side, Bets of Steel and Best of the Best returns to the show.